Welcome to No Applause, Just a Clap, the podcast that did turn the pool green by pissing in it. During the Olympics. Or, or no, just in general. All the time. Just in general. Let it flow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, based on the fact that we just watched Angry Birds and there was that, you didn't realize the uh, great mighty eagle peeing reveal. Yeah, the whiz, the, the pool of whiz. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of pool of wisdom. Yeah. That was cute. Yeah. Uh, it's funnier than I thought it'd be. Yeah. Once again, yeah. I'm so glad that, like, cartoon, I almost said networks, cartoon studios have, like, or whoever, have figured out that, like, adults are in the audience, too. Yeah, as uh, as was seen with, uh, with Sausage Party. That movie made a boatload of money. Yeah, there, I mean, it's not a cartoon, it's animation, but still... Yeah, um, there were instances where I heard I had some friends who went to go see it, and their like moms that have brought their kids, and people were like, "Uh, no, this isn't." Oh yeah, no. Like this isn't a kids movie. You might want to leave. And the moms were actually really gracious about it and said, like, you know, oh, thank you, mm -hmm. good to know. Um, Sausage Party uh, really buried the lead with their trailers. The uh, whole thing's basically a can't we all get along? Uh, with religion movie. Um, I don't know if the hot dogs, I guess you'd be an atheist. Uh, there's obviously a Jewish bagel. Um, with locks? I don't remember if there was locks with him. Well, they were all in the kosher aisle at one point. Okay. They're all like subdivided into like, and it's implied like wow. weirdly religious political boundaries. Okay. Um, because uh, Frank, the main character voiced by Seth Rogen, um, Basically, he's just trying to save his weird bun girlfriend and, like, tell the truth to everyone that there basically is no god, um, or that the humans are not gods, um, to take him to, like, the great heaven. It's like that we eat them. Yeah. Um, kill them and eat them. Um, he's joined by, uh, the Jewish bagel, which is, uh, weirdly enough, um, uh, Edward Norton doing his, uh, Woody Allen impression. Oh, dear. Yeah, like, I didn't realize it was him until later on. I was like... Oh, um, I can't remember who does the uh, the pita bread, but it's obviously a uh, Middle Eastern fundamental Islamic. Don't jeez. Oh yeah, and of course he and the uh, bagel do not get along. Um, because the because the bagel Holocaust never occurred. There, no, they do. Ma they make reference to uh, Holocaust issues, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, really, really crass, but I mean, really intelligent. Um, I would say the only two drawbacks to it are, um, I'm gonna spoil it, so, okay. uh, the last five minutes is pretty much one of the most disgustingly graphic food orgies I've ever seen. Okay. Oh, I forgot to say that, uh, Selma Hayek plays a, uh, lesbian taco. Um. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Who, uh, uh, during the orgy eats out the, uh, the bun voiced by Kristen Wiig, and Kristen Wiig's like, oh my god, like... You're so good, Frank. And he's like, I'm over here. And he's fucking jerking off while the taco eats out the, yeah. It, uh, for like, in a good, like, five minutes. Like, it, it gets just disgusting. Uh, like I said, very graphically uh, rendered. Um, I've never, ever wanted to see uh, Peanut Bread's balls um, <laughs> eaten up by a bagel. But yeah, there we go. Um, yeah, once you see it, balls. they would be falafel balls. Um, but once you see it, you can't unsee it. Um... And, of course, it came out that uh, they treated their animators like 
utter I and complete did shit. see that. That's how the um, budget was so low, is that they were making them work overtime. and Unpaid them. overtime, and if they left, they didn't credit them. And yep. eventually the studio I th- that said that the studio did step in at one point and correct, try to correct some of the errors and make sure everyone got fed and overtime was paid. That's good. But at that point, the damage had really been done, and you know people were already pissed. That's how you make a movie for one fifth the budget of you know Pixar, yeah. um, right there. North Korean animation. Yeah, um, there were Pixar references, which I really liked. Like they oh. had the what is it A sixteen or whatever the the studio that it uh, there was always yeah, a yeah. reference to that like the original studio yeah. room. Um, they did stuff like that. But yeah, it was. I mean, the voice cast was great. Uh, it was. Re- it's really funny, but it incredibly thought provoking in terms of the, the the content. I was. I did not see that coming. I just thought he was trying to save the food, like you know, like oh, it's an adventure of like. Right. No, no, yeah, it's a religious parable, so okay. to speak. Rochelle came. Rochelle went and saw it, and she said that the, uh, they Carter, three times on the way in the movie. Why? That's. I don't know. I'm guessing because of the content. Okay, I mean it's. Yeah, I mean the con. I mean it really. I mean it's like a lot of fucking butt jokes and dick jokes. I mean yeah. it's it's Seth Rogen and, and Evan Goldberg. I mean it's gonna be as long if it's not preacher, it's gonna have dick and fart jokes in it. Right. Um. No, no preacher had yeah the guy getting his his dick shot off yeah. Um. um. So I, based on your recommendation, I started watching Party Down. Yes. How much do you love it? I do love it. I'm really sad there's only two seasons. Yes. Because I'm already like halfway done with the second season. Um. Oh, when uh, Megan Milani comes on to replace Jane Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my God! Just the quote. They from... Well, they had Stippler's mom like the last three or four episodes of season one. Oh, um, Shannon. I don't remember her name. Yeah, yeah, Shannon Tweed. I always think that's not Shannon Tweed. No. Um. Oh, uh, um... She was a playmate. Play I'm thinking Gene Simmons' wife. Um, yeah. Oh, what is her name? She's in, um, all of the, all of the, um... She's in uh, Best of Show. She's the one that owns the poodle that ends up with, um, Jane Lynch, weirdly enough. Um, I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but yeah. She's in a whole bunch of the Christopher Guest stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of her name. She was on Paul Tompkins' podcast. Anyway, um, yeah, she was in it. I just, Ken Marino's character is awesome, especially when he finally just breaks down and starts doing drugs again. Um, first season, was that the one where they go to the porn awards? Yeah. And you find out he's yeah. got a giant dick. Yep. Um, but really, the, the moment I was hooked is when, on the first episode, when they're talking about, when this is an actual term of measurement in bartending, is a jigger, one ounce, two yes, ounce. You know I'm going this already. He's like, don't he's like, give him. Don't. Don't be serving don't. them two jiggers. Yes. And he turns around and it's an African-American couple. And it's like, I went, and I'm sold. Like, that's it. I mean, that, that, that set the tone for me. Um, and it does not disappoint. Um, all of the guest cameos. Um, there's a lot of reoccurring casting from uh, Veronica Mars because it is Rob Thomas. Yeah. Um, and I think Paul Rudd, like, executive produced yeah, it as he's, well. Yeah, he's in the credits. Um, I, did he? I, he had to have popped up on an episode. I don't know. I haven't seen him pop up yet, but that doesn't mean... He won't, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Party Down is hilarious. It's pretty funny. It's on the it's streaming on the Stars app. That's how I found it. Is that it. how, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I found it because, you know, I, Deb got me into Veronica Mars and was like, you got to check out his other show. It's like, 
it's just a like legit straight comedy and but Kristen Bell pops up again. Yeah, she as, becomes uh, a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, of Valhalla the yeah the rival catering, but she's like a total ice queen. Yep. <laughs> Compared to the always delightful and super cute Lizzie Kaplan. Yeah. 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 Um, well, I'm glad you like Party Down. I mean, but it's I mean it's a quick watch. It is. Well, all, all the episodes are only like maybe 25 minutes a piece. And I think it's what maybe 10 episodes a season, maybe. No, there's like. 11 to 14, somewhere in there. Yeah. Or 14. But you slam through them because it's a, just a comedy. You don't really need to take yeah, time to absorb keep, it. Yeah, just keep watching them. Either. Um, so, uh, weirdly enough, speaking of absorbing, we won't be talking much about Mr. Robot, the show. Yeah. Lizzie's behind, and I... And I won't let you spoil that one. I don't want to. It's one of those where I don't want to. Okay. Um, that's how good it is. Okay. Um... But we did forget to mention a death last week. Actually, I completely had missed it. I knew um, about I it, didn't, but I forgot it. I, forgot I, it. I totally didn't find out about it until like three days later that Kenny, I'm assuming Kenny Baker. Yep. Kenny Baker died, R2-D2. Mm-hmm. The um, guy was actually in the suit. Yeah. Um, Which he was also in uh, Time Bandits. Yep. And a few other things, too. Because he was just in that group of... Little people that... Little people up. that... Work together a lot. Because he's dead, and I'm going to show some respect by not calling him a midget for once. There was um, a there was a uh, cartoon, just a single panel cartoon that I saw, like an editorial cartoon, kind uh-huh. of, and it was Luke Skywalker and C3PO um, standing next to an R2D2 with no head on it, or no, with the head on. Um, so it's not, he lost his heart or something. He said that he feels empty inside. inside. Dead inside. Like, oh no, it was empty inside. Was it empty inside? Yeah. yeah. It was C-3PO saying he feels empty inside. He says he feels empty. Which is, I, I know it was meant to be sweet, but it comes across as a little like, Ugh. It did. It came across a little jokish, and I don't, th- I know that's not how I meant it. But yeah, it came across as a little crass, and it was like, um, but I mean, I know that Peter Mayhew put out like a whole thing, um, very touching about um, his time with Kenny Baker on, yeah. on the sets. Um, People were, <laughs> I was listening to, to the Hollywood Babylon podcast, mm-hmm. Kevin Smith does. And they were talking about it, and, and it, apparently, the guy who played C-3PO... Uh, Anthony uh, Daniels. Yes, and R2-D2, and, and Kenny Baker did not get along. They weren't, like, friends. They, oh, wow. They worked together, but they weren't, like, friends or anything. They didn't hang out. I guess the world was really upset that C-3PO and R2-D2 didn't really hang out in real life. That kind of, you know, it's like when they say cut and burnt and you're like, go fuck yourself, and then, like, yeah. go into separate dressing rooms. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. kinda, it kind of breaks the illusion. Um... Well, I'm sure I'm sure Anthony Downs had something nice to say. I'm sure somewhere. Oh yeah, I mean, it wasn't like they were enemies. They just weren't didn't really. Yeah, it's not like you know when you, you know, uh, Harrison Ford. You know, you see Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher and and, and Mark Hamill back on set. And you can tell it's like old friends. Just yeah. you know, one of those. Um, yeah, I didn't notice until like three days after, which I was like, how did this escape me? Huh. Um, you know, it's like, God damn it, 2016. Like I, you know. Yeah, it's been a rough year for celebrities. You know, I honestly, I, I was, um, I've been listening to CDs again in my car, and I listened to this weird mix, and I just had this horrible thought, so I hope I don't kill him. Um, <laughs> as I was like, when's Adam Ant gonna die? Like, Shut your mouth. I know, right? Like, uh, no, he's one of my, uh, I'm a huge, huge Adam Ant fan. Um, but I was listening to uh, Desperate But Not Serious, and I was kind of like, oh. He's getting up He's... there, and he he led a rough life, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, well, maybe not rough. 
He partied a lot. Let's be honest. I mean, so did Bowie. Yeah. Um, I mean, Bowie kind of went health at the end, but, um, you know, but it put his body through a fair amount. Lemmy, it was like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> he died happy. He died, you know, doing what he loved doing. True. Um, uh, but yeah, it, it's one of those where I'm like, they, they start, they're all getting like that certain age and then all the punishment they put themselves through, through the possibly 60s, but 70s, 80s. Mm-hmm. And now they're in their 70s and 80s and, you know. Yeah. Um, so I bought tickets this week to New Orleans. I'm I read. I'm taking an actual vacation for a little over a week um, at the end of October. So I'm going to go down to New Orleans for, the, I think it's the 25th, and I'll be down there for Voodoo Fest and Halloween, and then I'll be there on there a couple of days after that, too. Nice. Um, but the lineup for Voodoo Fest looks good. It's got Tool and nice. uh, Die Antler, which is going to be a little nuts. Yeah. Uh, Alice in Wonderland, uh, Mute Math is playing, like all kinds of bands. That, some of the bands I haven't heard of in a while, like Mute, Mute Math, I didn't even realize were still around. Um, I don't think I've actually ever heard of them. They're, they're and maybe of, I've heard of them. You've probably heard one or two of their songs. One of their songs was really popular for a while. Um, Beats Antique, who plays out here all the time. Um, they've got like four shows coming up in the next two months. Um, no, that one I don't, I don't know. Yeah, they're more of electronic DJ type stuff. Um, but the preservation... It's like all these electronic guy, DJs and then like rock bands. And then the Preservation Hall jazz band. <laughs> like, fuck yeah. <laughs> So hopefully New Orleans is dried out a little bit by the time I get down there. Yeah, really. Uh, which I to be to be honest, you know, New Orleans didn't actually get hit that bad. I talked to my mom, and my dad, uh, just checking on them basically, and uh, mom's like, "Oh no, we were fine." Um, but like Baton Rouge and uh, some of the northern northern, like an hour north and a little west of New Orleans, they were getting yeah, like they got hit. thirty inches of rain in three days. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Um, and then of course the rivers crest. So yeah. They're getting more flooding now. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a mess down there right now, but New Orleans is okay. They just got a little bit of rain. So, um, so yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a good trip. Um, I, I was reading something that said, like, it was trillions of gallons of water that they got in those, like, couple of days. Across the whole... No, just in that area. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, they were saying, like, in those three days, Louisiana as a whole got more rain than Los Angeles did. All of last year, and probably another year on top. Oh yeah, of that. they I probably mean, they've been in a drought. So I mean, well, that like, I mean, it's the whole joke. Like three drops of rain, and no one knows how to drive in LA. Right. Well, that's, so yeah, same thing. Um, because they just don't get that much of it. Nope, they need it, but they don't get it. Even we need it. Like I've just you know lately it's been like a little dry. it's it's been a dry summer. I mean, we got a couple of showers last couple days but yeah. um nice cooling off showers too because like, yeah and it's gonna be cool this weekend awesome. yeah today was pretty decent so thankfully i'm kind of over the heat i'm ready not necessarily ready for snow but i'm ready i'm ready for not i'm, hood, not I'm not ready fine. for hoodie weather is yeah. what i'm ready for yeah there you go yeah um i don't know what we're on now uh yeah but yeah kenny baker i don't know how we oh that's right because we're now oh, we're on booty fest. About fest uh um but yeah, then, like, my cousin Devin's birthday is down there the day I get down there. And then my mom's birthday is, like, two days later. So Nice. Family stuff, vacation stuff. I will not be answering my work email. I already, I already like, got it all off. 
made all, made sure all my my out of office. <laughs> not, that I'm, not that I'm excited about this at all. Um, but yeah, all my out of office shit set up. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm I'm still working on planning my actual vacation, which I haven't gone on an actual vacation since I was 17. Yeah, this was this was gonna be a real vacation for the first time in a long yeah. time. I unfortunately am driving into the heat, so yeah, because I'll be hitting Phoenix and Vegas. So have fun. <laughs> yeah, actually, weirdly enough, even though it's gonna be a vacation, I think I'm gonna end up recording an episode of something for you down there. Cool. Because um, I'll be with Matt, so oh, yeah. I'll probably. We'll probably collect. You and I will collaborate before I go down there, and we'll figure something out for Splinter, because um, I can't turn my brain off, no matter what I'm doing. But I'd love to. I'd love to time it so I record a dam in Vegas. That'd be fun. That would be in very a interesting. In Vegas, in like a bar casino, or casino bar. Sorry. If it's uh, not too loud, that's the only drawback. Well, as long as I'm not being drowned out by yeah. penny slots and whatever. Well, I mean. Nothing spits out actual change in Vegas anymore. They oh, that's true. It's receipts. all like receipts. Yeah, it's all like, credits. So we're gonna, we're gonna get to hack another casino again. Nice. Um, that same one from last time. Oh, nice. Yeah, the one from last year. Um, they called us up. Are, don't you? Aren't you worried that they're gonna recognize you? Mm-hmm. No. There's enough turnover. We didn't, we didn't do enough. It's it's been enough turnover. There's been enough. Like we weren't in their face. They don't even remember it was us. Like right. the point of contact would recognize us. That's it. Um, so what I'll probably end up doing is it'll be me and two other guys. I'll just bring two other guys that weren't weren't there last time. Oh, nice. Or one other guy that wasn't there last time. Um, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, this time they're like, oh, you can do the golf. They've got a new golf course. And they're like, yeah, it's open during the day. But the restaurant doesn't open. To, like, the building's open during the day. But no one really staffs it. Okay. There's a restaurant upstairs. And they're like, yeah, see if you can get the point of sale systems for the, for the restaurant. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I can tell you almost how to do that at my job right now. Well, and, oh, that reminds me, Oracle got hit bad. Um, I saw something, I just saw the headline, I didn't read it. Oracle bought Micros, which is a major point-of-sale system. Uh, That's what we use. And first they said this vulnerability only affected, like, the old old school Micros machines, which there's still, like, hundreds of thousands of in the world, because no one updates their POS systems that much. Um, But then it came out that it affects way more than just the old ones. Wow, really? (laughs) Yeah. So, I will look that up later and yeah. possibly bring it up to my higher ups. And uh, what else happened? Oh, NSA got hacked. I saw that. Yeah. Joe, it's good the National Security Agency got hacked. Well, it, that's the theory anyway. I mean, obviously the NSA is not come out and admit it, but it does look like the tools that have been released that were supposedly stolen from the NSA so far um, seem to be from that sector of, of the. Hmm industry so to speak um and there's some stuff in there that like some of the stuff that got released while they weren't completely insane um were unknown up to this point vulnerabilities in like cisco hardware like wow major companies so major yeah like the 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 batch of stuff got released and like the next day cisco's like yeah we have a vulnerability (laughs) god uh speaking of vulnerabilities how was um defcon and black hat it was good it was good um and and besides besides vegas too um I actually had a really great time. Uh, enjoyed it, not just for the conferences. I actually got to do some stuff in Vegas that I hadn't done before. Like, they had that giant Ferris wheel thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, did that. Went and saw the zombie burlesque, which, as goofy as that sounds... And it no, was no, goofy. There's there was one... 
There was one I wasn't old enough when, and they've since shut down. Was it called Pleasure Island? Was the adult chunk of um, Walt Disney World? Yeah. They had. I was there. Speaking of the last vacation, I actually took because I was seventeen, so I couldn't get in. Um, <laughs> but they. Um, it was over um, fall break, so over Halloween. Okay. Um, and they had zombie burlesque, and I was of course very intrigued. Not because I was like, oh, I'm seventeen, and I, you know, basically a walking erection, but right. just because I was like. Hmm, the mechanics of that. I wonder how that works. Like, yeah, do their legs was, fly, fly off? Like, I wasn't sure what to expect. Um, it, was, it was a show that some friends wanted to go to, and they wanted us to go with them, so we did. Um, and, and it was, so they set up a little story. Like, as you get in the theater, then they show this little clip, and it basically, because of all the nuclear tests they did in Nevada, that turned a bunch of soldiers into zombies. That turned into a zombie versus human war. And then there was a ceasefire, and there was a treaty. Now, how did I miss that in the news? And the humans decided <laughs> that um, they would give the zombies their prisoners for food. And, That's actually not bad. And in return, the zombies wouldn't eat the, the humans um, that weren't given to them for food. Right. And then the, the, the situation, the, the club you're in is called Club Z. And it's their, you know, the zombie sex club, basically. Okay. It's the hottest zombie night spot in the world. And this is the first night they've allowed humans oh, into okay. their audience. It was it was really good. It was huh. it was funny as hell. Um, if I find it when I go to Vegas, it's I mean, in Planet Hollywood. Was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. It wasn't terribly expensive either. I mean, you could probably buy tickets. I think tickets online were like fifty bucks a piece. Not terrible. Which isn't bad for a, uh, and they give you Jello shots. So of course, <laughs> why wouldn't they? It's zombie burlesque. Right. Uh, I'm assuming no uh, decaying limbs fall off. No, no, no. Yeah, see, no, that the, girl, just... the women were extremely attractive, even in their makeup. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, and then as far as Blackout, Defcon, and all that goes, the, the conferences went well. Um, I gave a speech at Sky Talks and Defcon. That went really well. It was like standing room only. And, oh, cool. Um, we definitely broke fire code with the number of people we had in there because we had people sitting on the floor, we had people lying all along, along the walls and filling all the seats. And we still had a line out the door waiting to come in. So, and then I had kids wanting to take pictures with me and shit. Oh, you know, weird. we talked about this last week after yeah. you got back. I just yeah. realized that. We were talking about that off off air. Oh, were we were talking about it off air? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's kind of weird. I think I think it was off air. But, yeah. So, it was good overall. Good. Hot. Great. Very hot. Oh, yeah. Like 110 know. degrees the whole time we were there. That's why I'm not going to Phoenix this summer. So. Um, but speaking of taking time off of the day job, uh, Big news, uh, and I've already talked about it uh, on Dam, uh, which uh, went up a couple days ago at this time of recording. Um, we got our press passes for, well, we haven't gotten them, Good, but we've got NDK. the confirmation for NDK 2016. Yay. So excited. Um, uh, so we're going to be covering a lot of that. We've got the guests. Um, I need to get the, when the when John, who's the co- contact from last year, mm-hmm. uh, when he emails me, I'm going to, I've got Hopefully the list. Hopefully he's not moving and having kids this year. Well, we're gonna, yeah, because Deb's <laughs> like, oh, the baby's got to be like one. And I'm going, yeah. Like, <laughs> you should, like you I'll have to mention him, that. Yeah. Tell him that. Maybe. Yeah, I was like, I'll have to mention him. Be like, and I was a kid. Um, but, uh, so, so I'm psyched, um, especially if we can get some of the guests um, that we interviewed get. that we want, yeah. um, like Johnny Bosch, who's the voice of Vash the Stampede. Which um, I'm a huge fan of Trigun, um, the guy that is Scorpion in the Mortal Kombat. Yeah, that's um, right. Get over vegan. here. So um, Lisa Landa, who was uh, Anne or Annie, I believe, in um, Attack on Titan, she's back this year. Um, okay. Unfortunately, no Tullus and Jaffe, uh, no um, 
Scott McNeil and no Queen D. Three really disappointing. Like I wish they would have come back this year. That's okay. Especially like reconnect and say like you know it's like you know Tellison remembers us. Um, After bringing up Mr. Mom, I would think so. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Mom then freaking out about Flash comics. Um, So I'm excited, and I think Deb is talking to Annie about being the fourth. Okay, cool. Um, So that you know, I'll rearrange some of our social media stuff so that Annie's got access, and then. Yeah. Um, she can just kind of go about her day. Um, cool. So I think she might be the fourth this year, which would be a lot, a lot. I think she'll have a blast. Oh, I think she'll have fun. Definitely. Um, let's see. What's next? Uh, I watched Nice Guys, which is, I kind of dodged it because I thought it was like drama. Like I yeah. thought it was kind of like a Black Dahlia type of thing. Right. Um, no, no. It's the new Shane Black action comedy type of, you know, buddy cop movies known for okay. um, with Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe um, and basically the premise is it's set in 1977 and um, this porn star named Misty Mountains uh, careens her car uh, through this like suburban house and this kid ends up seeing it um, while looking at a magazine with her in it um, and it kind of sets off this chain reaction of the, the girl's, I think, aunt, uh, or grandmother or something, um, swears that she saw her, hires, uh, Ryan Gosling, who's a, uh, drunken, like, uh, detective, gifted, but, um, drunk based on, you find out later his backstory is, like, his wife died in a fire because he's, like, smell blind. Oh, jeez. And he didn't smell the gas leak. Oh, God. And, like, just wasn't paying attention, like, um, so he and his daughter are kind of dealing with that, uh. Someone else hires Russell Crowe to, um, who's effectively like kind of an enforcer, not mop, but just okay. You pay him to make people leave you alone, right? A very Ryan Reynolds, uh, Deadpoolish, kind yeah, of like at the very beginning, yeah, and with the with the pizza, pizza guy scene, yeah, with the orphanage or whatever, the home for wayward souls, or uh, Saint Mark, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. Well, that's the mercenary bar, that's yeah, from yeah. the comics. But you know how he like helps like the girl like with the stalker kid. Like yeah, it's, right. But he, they, yeah, they were all through that. They got their yeah, yeah. that bar. Um, but that's kind of like Russell Crowe's character. Like he, okay. you know, he basically he'll pummel you for money, but his heart's in the right place. Right. Gotcha. For the most part. Um, he beats up Ryan Gosling to keep him away from this other girl, Amelia, um, that he's trying to find. Um, and you find out through like a series of pseudonyms and mistaken identities, like Amelia was uh, Misty Mountains, I think. Okay. Um, it's a very um, Byzantine plot, actually. I was very, really impressed by how it was written. Um, and then, obviously, uh, Russell Crowe figures out that he's being played and goes to hire Ryan Gosling after, like, breaking his arm. And um, to give you an idea how bumbling Ryan Gosling is, at the very beginning of the movie, he's trying to break into a place and, like, wraps a handkerchief, like, around his hand to punch in the glass right. and cuts his, like, wrist open. Oh, like, Jesus. And he's like, that's a lot of blood. Uh, it's a lot of blood cut to him in the ambulance. Yeah, but he had like a 12-pack the whole time going on, I'm sure. So. Oh, he's constantly like just got a glass of scotch in his hand. Like there's a scene where they go to like a swinging hotel party oh, in 1977. I'm in 12-packs like his abs. <laughs> you don't seem shirtless in this one. Oh, wow. Yeah, for once. He probably got paid extra for not taking his shirt off. Uh, he didn't have his shirt off in Blue Valentine, did he? I don't know. I, didn't see I don't know. I'm not going to ever watch it because it's one of the most... I saw him in, I saw him in, was it Drive? And I saw him in, uh, oh, was that, that romantic comedy movie with him and Emma Stone? Um, 
I know it when you're talking about it, but I can't think of the name of it. I didn't see it. Something I Love You or something. I don't know. It was, yeah, I mean, he was just shirtless, being both of them, like, all the time. Yeah, he was shirtless a lot in Drive. Have you ever seen Blue Valentine? I don't think so. Oh, my God. It is the best movie about two people falling out of love. Like, it is heart-wrenchingly depressing. Okay. And the director, it was filmed over, like, because they just couldn't get the schedule and the budget and whatever. It was filmed over, like, a matter of years, I think. But at one point, it's him and uh, Michelle um, Williams. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Heath Ledger's widow. Yeah. Or, well, they were divorced, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And he gave them, it's really cool, he gave them each, like, different directions. Like, he's like, Ryan Gosling, like, all you want to do is keep her in the room. And he's like, Michelle, all you want to do is, is leave. leave the room. And there's, like, and they lived in the house while they were filming it. I'm just, maybe it, it, it didn't happen over years. Um, but, uh, yeah, it did. Because I, I remember if someone told me about it. But, uh. They, they lived in the house while they were filming it, and at one point, like, the director was like, hey, Ryan, go try to sleep with Michelle. Like, just to see, like, yeah. get... And she, of course, like, immediately kicked him out of the room and whatever, right. but, like, it created that, like, on set. It's, but it's it's really fucking depressing, because you're just watching this, like... Fall apart. Marriage fall apart, and all he wants is to keep it together, and she wants to move on, and right. whatever, and, and it's depressing, but it's, like, one of the best movies I've ever seen. Um, but I was like, once I saw it once, I was like, yeah, I'm done. I don't, I don't, I don't need that yeah, again. That was good, but, uh, I don't, I don't, good. I don't need the feels that bad on, on this one. Right. Um, but yeah, Nice Guys is, like I said, uh, I was telling someone, the second most Shane Blackest movie I've ever seen, the first being Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You told me that, yeah. Is, is, it's, that is like, like, it's his voice. And this one, like I said, I didn't expect it to be like funny. Mm-hmm. It's like lethal weapon. Like Ryan oh, Gosling really? is so funny in it. So, like, everything that comes out of his mouth is so just exasperated and just wants to be left alone. But, like, he's just like, oh, come on. <laughs> you know, and his, like, his daughter is really funny in it. Um, she plays, like, you can tell she's got a bit of a, like, detective's gift as well. Um, but it's, it, I highly recommend Nice Guys. If you okay. can find it on, I think it's out on DVD at Probably. this point. Um uh, but I, I don't know, like, you know, whatever streaming services, it's probably on there as well. Um, I, it, it was so weirdly under the radar um, that, and I, like I said, it, for me, it, it looked like something like Gangster Squad. Like, it got promoted as something more dramatic. Um, not that Gangster Squad was really that dramatic, and also it was a piece of shit. But, right. Um, weirdly enough, I had Ryan Gosling in it. Um, but yeah, Nice Guys, or The Nice Guys, whatever. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Shane Black continues to just wow me. Um, I know a lot of people didn't like Iron Man 3, but I mean, I could hear him and Drew Pierce in the script, and that's what I liked. Cool. So. Cool. Um, so, do I, I mean, it's going to be a short episode, I guess. Yeah, I know. There's uh, not a whole lot going on. Yeah, I didn't really... And you're going to eat up a lot of next week with, with Mr. Robot, I guarantee you. Oh, probably so. Um, do you want to do apps and red shirts? Yeah, why don't you go by your app first. Okay. Um... My app, um, which we we totally skipped over the apps last week, and that was fine. Um, I've been playing Guild of Dungeoneering, which I brought up when I recorded um, two, three weeks ago with Deb. Um, it's actually pay. Um, I think I paid, was it $2.99, $3.99, right in there. I was drunk, and I'd you know, just gotten paid and gotten a iTunes card, so I was like, yeah, what the hell. Um, kind of walked into a blind. Um, it did initially crash a lot. Um, they fixed that within... 24 to 48 hours. Okay. Um, and ever since, I, I play it almost every day. Basically, um, it's... You 
you run a guild, um, and you've got like a barbarian, and as you unlock more rooms with gold, which I was bitching off air about how fast the gold accumulation or how slow the uh, gold accumulation is. I was actually it speeds up on higher levels, okay. or when you start unlocking more and more areas, the pri- the the amount of gold goes up pretty quick. Gotcha. Um, so, um, basically, you start off with like um, I think a, a bruiser and a, a some kind of wizard or something. Okay. Oh, uh, the chump is like kind of the middle of the road. Um, so you get like a chump and an apprentice or whatever it is, and as you get more gold and defeat more uh, dungeons, which I'll get to in a second, um, you can add on more house or uh, rooms onto your guild hall, for lack of a better phrase. Okay. And you unlock rangers, uh, barbar- uh, uh, holy knights, um, I'm trying to think of some of the cool ones, uh, shapeshifter, mime, uh, alchemist. Um, so I've, I mean, I've unlocked most of them at this point. And then you can buy like, you know, you can add on like a, Woodworking, and you get like slightly better weapons, and then you get a uh, like metalworking, get slightly better weapons. You can boost magic. They've got um, buffs you can get that are really neat. Um, but then you so you take your whatever ranger as uh, one of my favorite ones, um, and you go and you explore around the castle. Little just little quest maps. I mean, it's not there's nothing huge, um, and you basically get dropped into a room and you get a set of cards that are like enemies, um, corridors, and halls. Uh, and loot. Okay. Um, and you basically build the dungeon and then just watch the guy walk through. Okay. And if you die, that's fine because as they say in the, in, on the game tips, the graveyard holds holds an infinite amount of uh, heroes, you <laughs> monster. Um, it's fine. Your bruiser will come back like within a couple rounds of playing. So you're a DM. Effectively you're a DM and you're kind of the guy because you... They'll... They'll kind of decide on their own, but you can kind of tempt them with a monster of a higher level. Like, barbarians will go for that. Or you can tempt, like, someone else with, like, gold at a certain room and try to get them to... Okay. So, and, um, if you survive the dungeons, which I don't know if anyone that's survived more than, like, two or three tops. <laughs> um, it's, it's just sad and funny. Um, they get, um, what's called battle scars, which change how they behave in the game. Oh, wow. And if I don't play it often enough, I kind of forget. And you can, like, bring it up and say, like, what's yeah. this do? But, like, barbarians, like, they'll always run towards a higher creature. And you're like, no, you don't have any armor right now. <laughs> like, no, go towards the... Ch- okay, I guess we're fighting the troll now. Go towards the light, not the troll. Oh, yeah, shit. so... Um, kind of the same thing, apparently. Uh, it's it's <laughs> a lot of fun. Like, I at first, I was like... When I was playing it, well, I had a few drinks. And I was like, this seems complicated. Like, what? There's a guy, and they have certain abilities, and then you have to build the thing, and then what's happening now? And I was kind of like, oh, this is a little like a little overwhelming at first. Um, and then when I the next morning I played it, and was like, oh, no, I'm a moron. Um, I just didn't quite understand, like, the, I didn't understand the card mechanics. Okay. Um, the kind of drag and drop, and then sometimes you write yourself into a dead end. I did that once where I literally couldn't solve the dungeon, because I kind of blocked myself off. Um, some creatures chase you, and you can build dead ends and trap them and then move around them. Um, but it's a lot of fun, it's, and it's really funny. Like, they have... It's it's kind of like... I know you've recently gotten the Dragon Soul. It's not as, like, campy funny, yeah. but they have, like, all the little guys say really funny things. The Rangers like, oh, I wish I had a pet to take a few hit points for me. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. Um, and, like... There's one where it's like a some kind of flaming elemental that was taking a bath, and if you get to him fast enough, 
he's still like dripping wet from the bath, so he's weakened. Um, <laughs> stuff like that. Okay. Um, where it's like it's kind of funny. It's got a sense of humor. Um, but really, like I said, like really simple mechanics. Once I got into it, right. um, lots of achievements. I've yet to finish a dungeon with a mime because they're fucking Cause useless. Because the mime, one of mimes died. Yeah, yeah, pretty much is. Um, they don't really have a whole lot of good stuff. Oh, uh, they got one good move: imaginary cannon. That's, imaginary cannon. Yeah, that does a decent amount of damage, but they're all magic based, and it's like. I tend to play bruisers, uh, both figuratively and literally in that game. So, um, if you listen to D20 proof, uh, yeah, my new character is a giant hulking, bar- not hulking, but big, big dude. I'm going back to playing big dumb guys. Yeah. that's what I like to play. Cool. Um, my app of the week is actually Mr. Robot. Um, so they wrote, they, they wrote a game, basically. Um, and it's, it's not terribly, uh, complicated. It's just a, uh. The story behind it is you, you're on the street, you see a phone laying on the ground, you pick it up, and it's uh, Darlene's phone. Okay. And so, um, and this takes place before they hack... Um, before 5-9? Yeah, before the big hack on E-Corp. Um, so all the financials are still there, but now you're, you're helping Darlene. This is the only part that bugs me. Darlene doesn't want to admit to Elliot for some reason that she lost her phone, so like... You're getting text messages from Elliot and from the dude that had the music, the, the Dark Hour contact uh-huh. guy. And and you basically, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure kind of thing um, where you choose how you respond to texts. Interesting. Um, it, yeah, I mean, it's goofy. It's it's not, like, super oh. involved. It's fun. Um, but, like, you have to social engineer a lady into... Um, you have to what? Social engineer. You have to social engineer. You have to social okay. engineer lady through. You have to pick the right text to like. Uh, it's like unlocking that ninja chick in Final Fantasy VII. We had to say the right things to get her to join you. Sorta, of. um, but the game adapts to how you've been. Oh, that's responsible. Kind of like if you like right now, I don't think the guy, I don't think the Dark Army guy is going to talk to me anymore, because he finally figured out that I'm not Darlene. Okay. But like, then you get a like Elliot will talk to you for a minute, and then he disappears for a while, and then. You start getting text messages from a block number that you can tell it's Elliot when he's in Mr. Robot mode. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And, I mean, it hasn't come out yet in the game, but yeah, it's I figured Mr. it out. Robot. Um, and then there's weird shit, like you get these weird text messages from things. You get, um, I mean, there's random group chat of people that think I'm somebody. Now, is this inside the game, or are you getting it's actual all, text? No, okay, because that's that, that, All the that texts are inside the game. Okay. Um, I'm going to check this out after Yeah, so it doesn't, it doesn't go through your actual text message. Yeah, okay. Which I, makes I just it nice make sure. because it finally, there's finally a game that doesn't require to have a goddamn network connection. You don't have to be on the internet. To be able That's to kind of ironic. You could actually, yeah, I know, right, Mr. Robot? Um, <clears throat> still a little buggy, but they're fixing them really quick. Like, uh, I got it the day it came out, and it was doing this, it'll do this weird thing where, um, you know, when you get a new message mm-hmm. in the game, it'll pop up an alert on the phone. Well, if on you your bet, phone or Darlene's phone? On my phone. Okay. Um, when it first came out, though, like if you backgrounded the game, it would tell you you had a message, and you go back to the game and there's nothing there, so you back out of the game. And, and then it, okay. So is this is weird alert loop they they screwed up the programming on, and then they actually wrote themselves into a corner apparently, um, and you could you could get stuck in a, in in the story. Um, they fixed that yesterday. So free app? They, they're fixing. Uh, yeah, was it free? 
Maybe it was like two or three bucks. If it wasn't free, it was like two or three bucks. There's nothing in game to buy. It's just it's something goofy. If it's do. worth it, I'll take. I'll get yeah, it. Yeah, it's it was fun. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's just search Mr. Robot in in whatever app store you're interested in. Um, let me see. I'm trying to remember now if it was if it was pay or not. Um, I don't mind paying if it's outright worth it. Yeah, no, I can't tell if it's... Yeah, if I did buy it, I can't tell now. <laughs> it's, just, it's just under purchase period, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, whatever. Uh, yeah, but if it, if it cost anything, it was like maybe a dollar or two. Okay. It wasn't, wasn't very expensive. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is kind of like a choose-your-own-adventure type game. Neat. Okay, yeah, I'll check that out when we're off there. Through text messaging. <laughs> So. I was actually going to redshirt it, but we'll just talk about it now because it kind of flows right we into can, this. We can talk redshirts now. That's fine. I'm, I'm, that's it. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll just do my one redshirt because I was going to bring this up and it ties nicely into what you're talking about. Go for it. So I have gone back and sort of listened to uh, podcasts again. Um, makes <laughs> driving up here so much more bearable mm. um, than listening to like just radio commercials for about half the drive. Right. Um, but I managed to... Uh, Finally get to the uh, Remy Malek, uh, Christian Slater episode of Nerdist, which oh, it's a little weird. I did hearing, listen to that one. It's a little weird hearing them talk about it, like when it's like right before the finale was. It got it went it aired like the week the first season finale, so it's like was supposed to air. Well, oh right, I forgot <laughs> about that. Yep. I forgot they postponed that for that. They postponed it like a week or something because the guy that did, did that shit on TV to himself. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a little weird because they, they, they were just like, oh my God, the show's taking off. We didn't think it would. Like we didn't, yeah, like maybe we'll get a second season and I'm yeah. like, you have no idea. But it's weird because they're no, like. They already knew they had a second season. They did had a they second, already know? Yes, because remember it aired on, on, on the web first, like a month ahead of when it was going to be on TV. Um, and it had gotten such a good response online. Really? That they, they renewed it they before. They renewed it for a second season before it even aired on television. I think the only other show I can think of that that happened was uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. That that got picked up for a second season before the first season aired because of the buzz. Um, which both shows, well, well-deserved, you know, yeah. that kind of attention. Um, but no, just the weird random connections. I don't know if you remember that episode where, like, Remy Malek took um, Christian Slater's step-sister out yeah. on a date. it was, yeah. And, like, suddenly Harvick's talking about spam a lot at the Hollywood Bowl and, like, Christian says, like, oh, yeah, I was in that. I met Eric Idle. And it's, like, these weird, like, it, it really did, like, I like I, I know you don't, like, when I'm going to say this. But, like, I, I kind of really did empathize and, like, get excited, like, the way Hardwick digs. I was, like, this is actually really kind of weird. It was like, kind of cool to look Yeah, at. yeah. No, I mean, I, um, I, 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 that was one the, of the, the last episodes of Nerdist that I listened to. Um, I think I've, I've got a few more. I've, I want to listen to the Paul Bettany one, and there's, I'm, sk- I'm skipping Hostfuls for right now just because I'm so behind. Um, and there's most of the guests lately though I'm just like whatever delete 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 I'm not I skip like Nerdist at this point I cherry pick yeah um, so I mean Doug loves movies I'll, I'll get every episode and save them but um, you know only so often when I listen to one it, it's gotta have really good guests yeah or Mark Wahlberg uh, quote unquote Mark Wahlberg so I will <laughs> always listen to that or anyone any one of the Bluff Tompkins characters um, I will listen to okay so if they, you know, they had one that was er, earlier that was, who was it? It was um, uh, Garfunkel and Oates and quote-unquote Werner Herzog. That was the first... They were in one of the episodes of um, 
party down. Or at least part of them. Half of them are. Mm. The, 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 the play, the after party for the play. Um, in the in the little crappy. was it Ricky Lindholm? Was it the blonde or was it the brunette? It was the blonde. Well, I think she's blonde now, but she was kind of well. She was an actress in the play, so she was wearing a wig. And they had the dude like he was all drunk on wine. And he was like wearing the vines on his head and behind the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name. But the glasses, dark hair and glasses. Oh, uh, Martin Starr. Yeah, from, the the like from from tomorrow, uh, not tomorrow. Uh, Silicon Valley. Uh, yes, from Silicon Valley as well. But the first one I recognize him is from. Uh, Adventureland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was also in the Veronica Mars movie. I mean, it's... But, it, yeah, yeah the, the hard right, the hard sci-fi writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, him and the... the oh, and the Steve Gutenberg episode was really good, too. Which Steve Gutenberg was on uh, Veronica Mars. So that was... Okay. Oh, my God. I, I gotta go back and rewatch that. Because it's, so, it's such a quick rewatch. Um, so... But, yeah, I, I think it was Ricky Lindholm. is like the tall blonde yeah. of the, the group. Um, speaking of Rob Thomas, I'm going to go in my red shirts because this kind of segues. He wants to do a TV show series, uh, for Lost Boys. Him doing Lost Boys, I'd actually, I'd actually put some stock into it. I I wouldn't. It's actually an interesting idea. So he has a vision for the show that would span seven seasons and each season would be set in a different decade with everything except for the actual Lost Boys. Wait, what? Except for the vampires. So it would be the vampires through seven different yeah, yeah. decades. Yeah, seven decades. Each season would be a decade. Like, so you start in the 60s and then 70s or whatever. Or whatever. whatever. Yeah, I mean, you could put them... That every season's like a, a new decade. Yeah, so uh, CW is interested because they see it as a replacement for the Vampire Diaries, which is supposed to end, I guess, soon. I don't care. I don't um, watch it, but yeah. Um, well, and CW's got a hit with, you know, iZombie, that's him. Yeah, that's true. So it's not like he's like... They're like, oh... You had Veronica Mars and you had Party Down. It's like, right. no, you have a viable show on our network. Right. So, I mean, that's going to give them an in. Um, and then other CW news, and some of this stuff is just rumors or, or people talking. Um, there's rumors that Tommy could come back to, to Arrow, the character Tom Merlin. Yeah, yeah. Because of Flashpoint. Okay. Um, I don't know why. Again, I mean, again, just rumors. Um, but if they were to do that, then they could bring Laurel back too. You know, I honestly think eventually. I, 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 I honestly, I want to see White Canary join Team Arrow. Like that's what I ultimately I want to have happen. I do um, too. But um, and then and then, so they're doing the four episode cross, like doing the four show crossover: mm-hmm. uh, Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends. Legends. Um, but apparently, they're going to do another cro- a musical crossover huh? with Flash and Supergirl. I think I read that. And. And, and they haven't said who's directing it yet, but Josh Whedon should absolutely direct that. He should just direct of, every musical like episode. Like after ever. doing I mean, Buffy and yeah, and Doctor Horrible. Yep. Um, because after Buffy, like that's when everyone was doing. Oh no, they, Buffy had to hold off because Zena had done it first. I think. Who did it first? Zena, Warrior Princess. Oh yeah, that's right. I think they did, they did it first while Buffy, and they were like, okay, we gotta wait. A season, so they, we're not... They ended up doing two, didn't they? They did one early on in the show. Buffy or Xena? Buffy. No, they only did one. Oh, I thought, there was another, I thought they did another one in the last season just to, like... They reference it. Okay. There are times where they show, like, like Maybe other that... characters or, okay. like, something's going on in the background where someone else is singing. Okay. They do... Like, come... flashbacks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, they do, they do um, return to it. Um, but, uh... I, you know, I, they did, I think it was a musical episode of Brave and, Brave and the Bold, 
the, the Batman cartoon with um, yeah, yeah, yeah that was all uh, I actually was kind of like I don't know and then it was like oh this is like the greatest Silver Age cartoon ever because it's like the sheer wacky campiness of it all um and uh I think they did a, a musical episode where it was like the fiddler the music meister the fiddler yeah I guess what he does um but you know like or music meister or so, you know some musically themed yeah so I, th- I imagine that's what they would do. Probably. Um, they are Unless ready. it could be Pied Piper. He's back. That's true. Um, and they're, well, they're going to have Mirror Master in them in this season of Flash. <sighs> Better be Scottish. I don't know. I don't know who's playing him yet. Um, speak, the, speaking of DC, though, and Batman, in Batman number five, which is apparently coming out soon, if it's not already out, um, Alfred actually wears the Batman costume. What? And flies the Batjet. Huh. And apparently does this amazing dialogue, or monologue, rather, um, as if he was talking to um, Bruce. Bruce's dad Oof. about all the things he's done to, like, fulfill his promise to help the son. Oh, my God. I bet him. that's amazing and heart-wrenching. I, I, I kind of want to pick up the comic, or at least find it, just to flip through it. But When's it coming up? It's Batman number five. I don't know when. It, I have to look up when it's coming out. It should be soon. Because if was, I if I get through Rat Girls quick enough, which we'll talk about hopefully next week, if I get through Rat Girls quick enough, I'll probably run to like my higher all season. I'll pick up a copy of Five for you. Okay. I owe Deb like nine inches of Fight Club on back order. <laughs> um, I'm gonna end up just loaning them to her. I don't think I can truly afford to buy two copies of that crap anymore. But because um, I couldn't afford to buy you guys more than the one issue of Dark Knight oh, Three, because they were like. They were expensive. Oh, they were like six bucks or something. Yeah, I was like, stupid expensive. It's like here, you guys get one. Yeah. But after that, <laughs> um, in other comic news, uh, Marvel's Runaways. I don't remember this mm-hmm. title. Um, Originally kind of, written by jo- uh, no, uh, not Josh Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah, Brian K. Vaughn. And Adrian Alpha Alpha Alphona. Sorry. Would in, be the artist. In two thousand three. Mm-hmm. Um, Girl with a pet Velociraptor. It's, it's coming to Hulu. Yeah, yeah, I read that. Um, Basically, the premise of it is that it's this group of kids who find out that their all of their parents are um, this cabal of uh, supervillains. Yeah, called called the Pride. Yes, the Pride. Yeah. But it's not like it's not like Victor Von Doom Jr. I mean, they're like they're no, made up they're, four runaways, except right. for one character, which okay. I'm not gonna. I, I don't. Do you I, want me to reveal I, it? No, don't. Okay. I'd, I'd rather see it. There's one. That, well, as long as it's still Marvel, they can technically still do it. Um, yeah. So I don't know, if, you know. It's Marvel doing it with Hulu. Okay. So then, yeah, um, it'd be interested to see if they do the character I'm thinking. Yeah, of. I'm, I'm sure. But yeah, is... one of them's got a pet raptor. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure this is like Mar- Hulu going. Oh shit! Netflix is doing really well. With well, Marvel and it's, shows. And... It's a show that can be tweaked very easily into something for millennials, okay. um, or even um, like young adult. Okay. It's something that. With the kids being mm-hmm. like 17, 18, whatever, mm-hmm. um, it's something that there, there's definitely a market for it. Okay. Like the teen superhero market really hasn't been tapped. No. Um, I've been going back and watching some of Marvel stuff, and I'm going, there's not a lot. I mean, you, they eschewed sidekicks, which, good job. Um, you know, Bucky was already grown up at that yeah. point. Like, it wasn't like, let's go punch Hitler in the face, Cap. Um, yeah. But, uh, that like teen hero like really like, there's nothing I can think of off the top of my head that has happened recently where it's like a kid with powers no 
Legion, but they, he's got to be in his 20s, he's, roughly. Yeah, he's supposed to be... Older. You know what I mean? Like, it's not... So, yeah, I'd be interested to see what they do with Runways. Um, Jared Leto. Has joined um, Blade, Blade Runner 2. 2. Um, but before it was announced that he joined Blade Runner 2, he, uh, he was complaining about how the Warner Brothers tricked him into playing the Joker. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, first off, he hasn't even seen the final cut. He apparently refuses to watch it or has no desire to watch it. I don't blame him. Um, yeah, we, we did our rant. But, on like, what do you mean tricked him into? Episode. He locked himself in a room and listened to 1920s gospel. How do you get tricked into that? I don't know. He claimed was, he was expecting to be more artistic or something. I don't know. All I know is he played the worst Joker ever. And maybe this is just him trying to distance himself because, I mean, it's the Joker. I'm curious. Unless you bring something completely new to the table, like the way Nicholson did to, to Cesar Romero's yeah. performance, and obviously Heath Ledger to to Jack Nicholson's performance, it and his death is still fairly recent. I mean, it's not like Dark Knight went away. No. Um, you know, I mean, how many? What Burton's Batman was about 88, 89. Yeah. Dark Knight was easily twenty years after that. Yeah, it was a while. So I mean, at that point, people outside of us, I mean, people like our age, mm-hmm. like. They don't. They don't know they don't Jack know Nicholson. Nicholson. Much like I didn't really know Caesar Romero. Well, like, that's not true. But you know, I'm a different breed on that one. Most but, people didn't know. Caesar yes. Romero. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was actually talking to Brandon upstairs off air, and I was talking to a coworker about it. Uh, who I they, they uh, a couple coworkers had gone to see Suicide Squad after me, um, and we were talking. We went, "Here's how to fix it." <laughs> had we been able to write it, take Enchantress completely out. Or keep, I don't think. Or keep her on the team. Too powerful, I think. Okay. Um, Not if they were going to fight a powerful character, though. I think what they should have done is taken a nod from... Because they're killing it in animation. um, Take a nod to Assault from Arkham. Mm -hmm. Where, basically, they have to break into Arkham to find the Riddler because he knows where Joker's dirty bomb is. I'm not saying do that exact plot, but that Batman gets to the Joker, Mm -hmm. puts him in Arkham, Joker takes over Arkham, for whatever reason... Um, and has like some kind of threat to like you know the nearby Gotham City. Batman's on his hunt for metahumans, so he's out. Mm-hmm. He's you know incommunicado. So they have to send in Task Force to get the Joker. Then Joker right. gets all the screen time. You can tweak him however you need to, and you still get still to play. Stories. You can still get to play more with um, Croc and mm-hmm. Deadshot and Boomerang and fuck Slipknot. Uh, who cares? Um, I wasn't necessarily sad to see him go. It was just weird because it was like there was no point in him being there. Like, other than to watch his head blow up. Yep. He was well, he was there to prove that, yeah, they're yeah. a threat, or the bombs are real, mm-hmm. but it's like, he excels in, what is it, like, grappling ropery, or whatever dumb thing. I Slipknot's whole thing is literally, he knows how to tie knots. Yeah. Like, that's literally the, I mean, if you wikipedia him right now, like, that's the character. I think he was, like, in the Navy, and he, like, became obsessed with knots. Like, it's something so ridiculous. Um... Anyway, sorry. Yeah, anyway, no rant over. Yeah, that's fine. Um, so I, I saw a video clip of an interview with Cecil Baldwin from Welcome to Night Vale. Uh-huh. Uh, he actually came out as being HIV positive. <gasps> oh, He's no. apparently had it for 10 years. Well, modern science has been able to. Yeah, and that's what, so the point of this video clip was basically um, what throwing out the the ideas behind HIV and AIDS. That, that it's like, yeah. You know, the wrong idea. Well, how long has Magic Johnson had it? Since the mid-80s? I mean, yeah. late 80s? But that, I mean, that was a lot of money. That's, that, was that was the cure. That was a lot of money. Um, 
No, no, he's talking about how, you know, he's, he's been HIV positive for 10 years. And, and you know, the, the kid, it was a kid that was talking to him. Um, I don't know if he was HIV positive either or as well, but, but he was like, you know, he'd ask, he'd ask a question or he'd state something that was obviously the, 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 the falsehood or, or yeah. whatever, the myth. Um, and the stuff you would just, you just think after watching the band plays on and going, well, that's the science. Right. Um, and, and so, you know, at, at the very beginning of it, he's like, well, I've been HIV positive for 10 years and there's days where I feel really healthy and there's days where I feel really unhealthy and that has nothing to do with being HIV positive. It has to do with my health. Yeah. Um, and then at the end of it, the guy was like, oh, so, you, you know, how do you feel that you've come out? And I, up until the end of it, I didn't realize, like, he wasn't public about this. Um, you mean gay or HIV? No, 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 HIV. Yeah, no, I, he's not he public about it. Like, this is the first time hearing about it. Right. I mean, I, know, I knew he was gay. Yeah, oh, I did too. That wasn't hard to figure no, out. No, you knew. Um, but, yeah, he came out as, as, as being HIV positive for the last 10 years. And, and wow. He was like, you know, I was kind of nervous about it, but I'm really glad I did it. And well, I mean, it's like coming out in the closet where it's like, you know, ultimately, if you thing. have the right support system yeah. in place, it's not as scary as your brain makes well, it out I, to be. I think he did it for the right. I mean, it sounds like he did it in his For an educational for, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. they can go, look, like, this isn't the it's, it's this debilitating. Yeah. You know, and, the, and but it used to be. But that doesn't mean you should still and it used not to be, that, be safe. No, that's, absolutely. That's also, that was something that maybe I didn't. Maybe I was I was kind of watching it off. I had it playing in the background, basically. So I was listening to it, but I, I might have missed it. My issue is when they talk about things like this, they almost... like, oh, like a, This isn't... This an is excuse. Still something you should, Just you should, because it's manageable doesn't mean you can yeah, it's, not be safe. Yeah, and and if you get safe. it, then you're like going to be, quote-unquote, fine like, still. Right. That's not the way it works. Right. Um, like, your, your life is still massively changed forever. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, as well as... Possibly a lot of other people's. Yeah. Um, shifting on to something a little funnier. Um, so <laughs> then Mc- HIV, you don't say. Well, the high five. Um, McDonald's had come out early this week, like Monday or Tuesday. I think it was Monday. And they're like, we're going to give away fitness trackers with our Happy Meals. Which Well, that sounds big, brother, but okay. Highly ironic, considering like a cheeseburger from McDonald's is 850 calories and would require a kid to walk like three hours or exercise for three hours just to get rid of those really 850 calories mm-hmm. wow. for a cheeseburger and that's not even like probably because there's more bread than meat um but within like two days of them announcing it they came back and said we're no longer shipping them with our happy meals because the oh, plastic no. bands were giving children rashes so um, it went from hiv <laughs> to hives yeah um i mean i'm sure these things were cheap Made with God knows what chemicals. The plastic. Chinese lead plastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, you know, yeah. the cheapest plastic they could find. I'm sure the trackers work about as well as yeah. keeping track in your head. Um, but, yeah, I, I just, the whole idea of them shipping them in the first place was kind of ironic. And then for them to come out and cause damage to these kids was just like, well, wow, let's, okay. let's talk about 150 calories. Because I finally, finally broke down. I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Burger King. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to get... The Mac and Cheetos, or whatever that was. Oh, the Cheetos. They didn't have them anymore. Oh, like what really? the hell, man? That didn't last long. You know what they had? I didn't get it. I'm what? so proud of myself. What? Because it's so. It sounds so gross, even when I say it. The Whopperito. What's on a Whopperito? It's a Whopper in a tortilla. Oh God. It's a Whopper burrito. Oh. That sounds gross. They actually reviewed it on Nerdist. I thought it was it only on the. Sounds good and disgusting at the same time. I, there's a part of me that was kind of like. 
I kind of want to try it. Not right now, because I'm, I don't want to like walk in and go, do you have like fried mac and Cheetos? No? Well, then Give I'll take a Whopperito. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I don't need to be that guy. Yeah, that's right. They Especially were, now that I've, I've lost, deep, like... They were deep frying mac, mac and cheese. In, in, with Cheeto dust. In Cheeto dust, yeah. Yeah, mac and Cheetos. Oh which I'm God. like, I don't care. I want it. Like, I, I kind of thought I wanted to try it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's not like I would be eating it every day, but like, I would go, okay, that's one. I, I mean... I'm a little, I, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so I'm hoping they bring the already. mac and Cheetos back quickly enough. The Whopperito, I think I'm going to break down and just do it. Okay. Um, but it's like, I, I don't eat that stuff often at all, so I'm a little worried about its effects on my system, because actually, I mean, I, I, I think I plateaued, but I've lost, I think, almost 40 pounds. Yeah. And uh, I feel good. Um, I look good. I look a lot better laying down, but uh, I'm not as jiggly standing up. I'm not as round laying down as I am. I honestly, I honestly, I honestly think of that line from American Beauty where it's like, I want to go, I've got a friend who's a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. And he always goes like, "What's your goal?" Like, that's always the first thing they ask. And I really do want to do the, like the Lester uh, Lester Burnham and go. I just want to look good naked. Like that's yeah. you know what I mean. Like I don't want to be buff. I don't want to. It's like I just don't. I don't want to feel ashamed with the lights on. Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, so my last red shirt is, and this is what I, I told you a little bit about this off air. Um, I have a Shane Black red shirt. Um, he wants to do a Monster Squad sequel. Sequel or reboot? Sequel, as in. Same characters, all these years later. I'd watch the crap out of that. I was if like, there's oh, one, please do it. If there's uh, there's a handful of people where I could be like, I'd be like, I'll see it. Like him. Yeah, but him doing it. John Favreau, I would say, could do it. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, there's a handful. Um, but Shane Black, yeah, definitely. Who's doing the um, the He-Man movie? Is that Mick G? I think so. Huh. Because I listened to the, you're going to like this, I listened to the, um, how did this get made with Masters of the Universe, which we actually did talk about on this months ago when I rewatched it. Yeah. And it was um, them and, um, you know who them are, the hosts. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Orphan Black herself. Oh, really? And it's like, hearing like those four talk about it is awesome. That's cool. But it, they, and they talked about like how the, you know, He-Man's getting a re, uh, maybe it wasn't news at that point, but I, I, I'm i looking it up. I it won't be Dolph Lundgren this time. I don't know who it's going to be. Probably The Rock. Well, um, all I have to say is if they're going to make... A Monster Squad. A Monster Squad sequel at some point, we have to hear the words. Wolfman's got Nards. That's what we should have opened up with. We should have been like, hey, the only show that prefer a Monster Squad, do a Suicide Squad. Oh, God. That'd be so awful. There you go. Maybe that can be the way they save Suicide Squad in the sequel is they throw Suicide Squad against Wolfman, The Universal Dracula, Monsters, yeah. and they get saved by and Monster then, Squad. Well, I mean, Warner Brothers is losing so much money on these damn DC movies. Mostly. I guess Suicide Squad might break even. It's hit, it hit $500 million this week. It'll break even. It might not, because they're not able to show it in China. They can't edit it enough to get it past the... the because of the theme and the, and the, I don't know. They, I literally was talking to someone about that, and they go, they go, I don't know, Suicide Squad. I went, no one in the movie commits suicide. Himself, right. Well, <laughs> Slipknot kind of does. I, I know, and I kind of went, one guy kind of does, but he didn't really mean to. Like. Um, yeah, no, I mean, think about it again. Like, because the thing is, Universal's doing the monsters, right? 
Universal's doing the monsters. We, there hasn't been so Warner, another movie, Warner, but they, they did Brothers, Dracula. That's Warner it. Warner Brothers is losing a fair amount of money. Universal isn't making a whole. It's not Universal. Well, stuff. Universal. It's, it, is so it legendary they can, now? They could. They could combine, or not just for this one thing. They could combine and save both universes by by doing Suicide Squad versus Monster, Monster Squad. Squad. I'd watch it. Nah, I don't know if we'd actually. They could have Harley riding Squad. Godzilla. No, because Godzilla's owned by oh, that's Legendary. Uh, yeah. No, which owns which? Because they're doing King Kong versus Godzilla. That's gonna be the one that's after um, Kong Island or whatever. Yeah. Um, they haven't done any more of the monster movies because they were talking about doing like Creature from the Black Lagoon, The Mummy, Wolfman, and, and Wolf Frankenstein. And Frankenstein. They haven't done any of them. No, they've just done Dracula. Which they, they was did that weird I Frankenstein movie? Was that supposed to be tied into it? No. Okay. Um. Yeah, we're listening to January. We're Movies go to die. There are a few movies come out in January. I'm starting to see ads for it. And I'm like, wow. It's just you can tell there's no faith in it. Yeah. Which I will eventually see. Um, because January is like it's like schlock. It's like it's the like January's where movies go to die. Yeah. Um. So I I'm of course always looking forward to the front of the year. But um, yeah. No, they only did Dracula, which was mediocre. At best. I haven't watched it yet. It's all right. Was it better than Dra- Dracula 2000 or whatever? Yes. Okay. That's a good start. Um, I still think the best looking Frankenstein was still the one that was in um, Van Helsing. Yeah. Best looking. Because he was all like steampunk and it was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I Frankenstein was a mess. <laughs> oh, God. It was like trying to be... It was trying to be... Tw- not Twilight. Um, what's the one with uh, Kate Beckinsale? Underworld. Oh, okay. But it was like gargoyles and... Yeah, so from the Demons trailers, or something. the trailers reminded me of like Constantine and Underworld. But like the worst aspects of both. Yeah, of those. and not good. No. Um, uh, you did hear that Matt Ryan's going to be the voice of Constantine in the um, the Justice League Black uh, yeah. animated. Yes. Yes. I'm just glad like they're going to keep going with it. They're like, all right, didn't work out, but well, you're going to be on Arrow and and CW executives are saying he might come back. They like they want to work him back in. As Constantine. We talked about that already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she said, don't forget about the Lego Batman movie. Oh yeah, we did that last week. Yeah, I showed him the trailer last week so we could talk about it. It's pretty funny. So, um, yeah, I rewatched the Lego movie actually yeah. um, a couple days ago. Yeah, I watched it a few weeks ago. It's still, I mean, it's, it's still funny. It's funny. Um, but I am looking forward to the Batman one. Yeah. Oh, it's coming out in January. No. January, February. February. Gonna be February. Okay. They're not gonna put it in January. Huh? We'll see. Unless they wanted to just like <clears throat> overtake everything, which wouldn't have a record me. for the you know largest. Like yeah, the biggest January, January release. Right? I mean, I could name the last like big January release probably nineteen seventy eight. You know, I mean, before like market trends kind of completely yeah. wiped out. You know, when you see the rise of the summer blockbusters and the like, what you know, there 80s? weren't any summer blockbusters this month, this summer. There really weren't. Like, there are movies that made a lot of money, but as far as, like, like you know, Batman vs. Superman made a lot of money. Not enough, but a lot. Wasn't, yeah, wasn't, wasn't, um, for, for going off of a tentpole, no. Suicide Squad? No. No. Um, Marvel doesn't have anything until November. What was the Marvel movie, that, this, uh, Captain America 3? Civil War? Yeah. Civil War was a blockbuster. That was, well, is that considered summer? Because it happened it's early May. May. I, I mean, it's the beginning of, I mean... It's the beginning of May. Um... Maybe that's the maybe that if if so that's the only one, like there yeah. wasn't anything else. 
What's the one we got next? Doctor Strange? Finding Dory did really well for kids. Yeah, but not that's not, you know, I mean, that's not... Yeah, Doctor Strange sma- is... Uh, smash him up, you know, that's not... Last Action Hero, bad example, but no. I mean, like, in terms of, like, spe- sheer spectacle. Yeah. Which I believe Last Action Hero, well, they wanted, Shane they, Black rewrote that. Yeah, Independence Day, Independence Day 2. Tanked. Didn't do well. Tanked. Suicide Squad didn't do well. Batman vs. Superman didn't do well. Um, yeah, there's really nothing... All the movies everybody was expecting to, like, explode didn't, didn't do well. Like, there were records set, sure, but big deal. I mean, so far, the biggest action like, movie of this yeah. year, Deadpool. Yeah, absolutely. Because, um, I mean, even, you know, even Suicide Squad had a great, had a great opening weekend. Um, and almost lost, almost lost the Sausage Party second week, based on word of mouth. Yeah, it, it almost on, did. And for both, for both movies. Yeah, because um, they... They set a record for like the biggest opening in August, um, but then they lost sixty seven percent the following weekend. So, yeah, I mean, you which to, isn't the biggest loss. I, I know, can't remember the Batman number. versus Superman sixty nine. Yeah. So I mean, it, you have to be able to keep at least, I'd say. Because how many times did you see Guardians of the Galaxy in theaters? I only saw it once in theaters, but I bought it and watched it at least four times. You know what? I mean? You know what I mean? Like it's movies yeah. like that, like. I was like, I'll go again. I saw Deadpool three times, and I bought it, and I've watched it God knows how yeah. many times since then. Yeah. Um, and whenever Civil War comes out, I'll buy that too, because I really uh, I'm sure it's soon. It just hasn't come out yet. Yeah, you should. It should be about three, four it months. It should be soon. Um, Doctor Strange is next, and then I think Guardians is after that. And then Thor Ragnarok. That would be interesting, then that's mm-hmm. get the comedy director on it, so... Yeah. Some of those movies are just ticking time bombs that just didn't go off. Duds. <laughs> yeah. They, in in both in both in they, both uh in both for the in, yeah, yeah both meanings, duds. Lame ducks. They were up, they were not good. No. So like, I forgot to light the match. <laughs> <laughs> no, after watching the movies, you light a yeah, match. Yeah, if, if you see Suicide Squad, you light a match because they stunk. You need to clear the air. Yep. Well. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it too. Yeah. Well, thanks. Drop in host, Gabby. <laughs> Drop in guest. Drop in guest. And uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah, like I said, the only show that rather have a monster squad than a suicide squad. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!